1: This is a more than just podcast production.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 346 of the More Than Just Code podcast. My name is Dimitri. I'm in Toronto, Ontario, and I'm joined once again by Jaime Lopez Jr. in Seattle, Washington. How's it going? And Mark Rubin down in San Jose, California. Hello. All right, are y'all ready? Okay, so we, yeah, we don't have a lot of things to talk about, so we'll just dive right in. So, um, I guess some of this stuff could have been could have been uh, follow up, but oh well. Uh, well, the first thing I po- I picked up uh, at the beginning, or less, just at the tail end of February, just after we recorded it, I, I saw this initially, and I thought, well, what's the big deal? It's like a keyboard, like why are they? Why would Apple file a patent for this keyboard? And and uh, but what it is is because it, it looks rather, rather thick. And the idea is, this is what people are postulating: Apple is working on or go, has filed a patent basically for a computer for a keyboard that has the CPU and all that stuff in the, the case, like 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 a Commodore 64 or an early Apple II or or even an Apple, I guess, right? So that uh, if you look at the the drawings here, um, it's kind of like the modules underneath are are the bits and pieces like you know RAM and that kind of stuff. So this is going to be similar to the the uh, criticized Mac that we'll talk about a bit in a bit, um, where they've got you basically you bring your own keyboard, your own mouse, right? And you're sorry, your own your own, your own never mind. You don't bring your own keyboard because this has got the keyboard, but you you bring your uh, your monitor and your mouse with you or trackpad or whatever. And you have yourself a computer, which is kinda of cool. Talk about portable,
0: eh? It's kinda of cool. I wonder if the form I, I looked at the diagrams, but the you know the diagrams are not always yeah. you know reality. But I, I wonder if, if the form factor would be more like a keyboard, a thick keyboard, or would it be more like a laptop with no screen? No so it wouldn't fold. There would just be like a flat plate. Cause then they could have the trackpad built in too.
2: True. Yeah. And yeah.
0: it would still be something you could carry around with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It could even have a lid to protect the keyboard the keys, and yeah. just no yeah. no uh, no screen under the lid. It'd Be a lot cheaper. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, but it would have to have some sort of ports on the back. It would need it would need extra for...
0: ports. Yeah, that's right. It would need extra ports.
2: Yeah, and it would need a, some sort of like probably a USB C for the for the display or something, right? yep. or an HDMI. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: But Pretty it's, cool. Looking. It's and... a cool idea. I mean, you know, these days, now that everybody has big monitors at home, well. I kind of assume everyone does cause. in your
2: studio. You mean your studio, <laughs> right? In, in your in your stu- your home studio.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess not everybody took home big monitors when they started working from home from the <laughs> during the pandemic. But so maybe not everybody has big monitors at home. But mm-hmm. but but if you're but if you are you know, if you are going to if we're moving into a world where you're working from home part time, working from the office part time, um, and you want something that's portable, that's a little little bit cheaper than a than a laptop you know if you're giving these out to lots of employees seems like kind of an interesting idea
2: yeah definitely for, especially if you just throw it in your backpack and go home kind of deal right yeah, you
0: know exactly yeah you're
2: not, yeah you're not lugging around a big you know, yeah. seven pound laptop yeah right? it's
0: not meant for the coffee shop worker it's meant for the person who just needs to work in two different places and they may be they may have a desk with a with a big monitor in both of those places yeah yeah
2: yeah well they give us a chance to get a, a, a monitor when i when we came home the the bank let us you know order a monitor so i have a dell Mm -hmm. monitor Mm -hmm. as well as my apple right beside my apple lcd right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. oh yeah so i've got the you know i'm using a a 15 inch macbook pro plus the extra screen for you know putting the meeting over on the other screen kind of thing right so yeah yeah i I like the idea i mean it's kind of cool um i mean like it would be kind of neat if you if even if you could like you just sat at the at your in your, on your couch with this on your lap, you know, you're just keying away kind of thing, right? Um And then, but I guess the the question is about, I mean, you could have a battery in it, right? So it, it wouldn't wouldn't need to be plugged in all the time. But uh, how would you send a signal to, maybe if you had a Luna display, you could, you know, or a, like a like a Google Fire thing or whatever you call that, Fire Stick. You could wirelessly use uh, like a monitor or a big TV or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny, you know. I was thinking about that too. I've got a bunch of, uh, I have an Apple II and um, a bunch of other things, and uh, I got rid of all my CRT monitors except. Well, I mind mean, you, I guess I have the old R- R- Apple RGB ones in my collection, but I don't have any anything I can plug. You know, like I a, like a, like you know how they used to use the UHF channel
0: mm-hmm.
2: with uh, with um, the early early pioneer computers. You know, the Commodores and the Apple Twos and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Ataris. Ataris. Yeah. yeah. TRS-80s. Another thing this, this would be useful for potentially is if it's still thinking about the going back to work in a hybrid kind of world uh, yeah, where you don't have a permanent assigned desk.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And yeah. you can carry this thing around with you and just plop down at whatever desk is, is available and just plug it in and you're good to go. But,
2: you know, I was thinking the same thing with the Mac Studio or the new. Yeah, it's called Mac Studio. We'll talk about that later, but. I was thinking the same thing. Like I, I never used to take my my laptop home. I used to stick it in my locker at work, right? In huh. that way, sort of separate myself, work, life balance, and all that kind of stuff. Right? I mean, I had hmm. access to work when I was at home, but I didn't like putting. It, I didn't like lugging it back and forth to work, right? So I would just at the night at night I would put my laptop in my in my locker. We could do the same thing with a Mac with a with a new Mac, right? Just throw it in the locker, go home, because they have the the monitors around. Every desk had a monitor on it, right?
0: Yeah, so those the it. Mac Studios might be kind of big and bulky for that. Maybe I don't know. We we'll ha- we haven't maybe talked we about that yet, we so we don't then.
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't give us the weight back. Well, I guess we could look it up on the on the Apple Store. Yeah, true, true. And I'm sure we will in a few minutes. Just hold tight, oh. mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
2: So that's kind of cool. Um, the other piece I have here, which could be sort of follow up, could be whatever. Uh, Apple has launched an inaugural ca- entrepreneur camp for Latin founders. They started a couple of years ago 2019 i think with uh um a do camp for uh female founders and last year they did uh black founders and this year they're doing um just i didn't mean when it starts up but they're doing uh, latin people you know from brazil and whatever so
0: does that include texas so-
2: I don't know if it's if it counts for people from El Paso, Texas.
0: I don't know. I ask, uh, <laughs> as far or, as I know, um, Latin
2: America would not include
3: uh, the USA, so it would be Central and South America, but I'd have to look it up to see if I'm actually correct.
2: But does it actually say you have to be Hispanic? I think it's talking about, like, let's see, inventing leaders and developers in 9Amp camp.
0: It says from, from the US. U- no, U.S. Yeah, the U.S. The US. Oh, the US is okay. listed. Yeah. Guatemala,
2: yeah. Portugal, Portugal. I mean, the people in Puerto Rico would be pretty pissed if they couldn't go to this, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you think? Aren't they like sort of uh, a state or something like that?
0: They are not a state. This is a touchy subject. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, they probably that's, should that's be okay. a state, but they are not a state.
2: Yes, I think that's you're right? Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of cool that they've got this, and they've got some developer profiles here on this page from Apple's news site. So some people from Brazil and so on and so forth, right? Are these people going to it or, or is, is this already started up or they're just, is this a report on it? What's the, what's the deal here? The only this
3: week phrased as this week. And the date is from March 3rd. So this is last week. It says that it launched. So presumably they are kind of talking about what was going on during the, the founders camp, entrepreneur camp, sorry, entrepreneur camp.
2: Cool. Yeah. neat. I met some of the ladies that were, I went to the women breakfast at, um, 2019 WWC. I met some of the ladies that were in the in the camp there. So I think they got um, access to WWDC because of their affiliation with the camp as well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So mark and I'll have to hold out until our uh, respective. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a while for us. <laughs> versions of human
2: race come around, right? <laughs> well, I you know, I could you know. You know, I don't. I don't know if, if you know Indian people are are underrepresented oh, in yeah. the IT world. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure
0: that's the case.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, but Scottish people. I'm half Scottish, so we're hmm. half English. Yeah. So who knows?
0: And if it's not Scottish, it's crap, right?
2: It's crap. That's for sure. All right, I'm mean, over to you. Yeah.
3: Um, with all the festivities related to the Apple event, it's pretty easy to miss news like the fact that iOS 15.4 is set to release next week. So we are recording this on uh, March 9th. So use that as your your guide. Um, it's going to have some you know nifty stuff. We talked about the tap to pay feature before, so you know vendors can have their phones become the payment terminal. Um, one thing that uh, I, I want to try, but um, you know, I wonder how much I will personally benefit from, given that I am an Apple Watch user, is it's bringing the mask-friendly Face ID, so you won't need an Apple Watch to um, to use that. So that'll be, I think, pretty pretty good for folks. Uh, as we're recording this, you know, mask wearing is lightening up in terms of mandates, and it's cetera. but, you know, anytime you've got something like that on, I think having this be a little bit easier when you're using Face ID is, is nice. and. Uh, been reading the debate has gone well for that
0: and most likely even though now we're in a mode where we can stop wearing masks a lot of the times unfortunately chances are that there will be another wave at some point where we'll have to start putting them back on so this will come in handy for that
2: yeah well i mean as we record we're coming up on the I think next two weeks from now is when we we officially shut down for the first wave of covid so we're coming up on the second anniversary right yeah, the, the yeah, mask mandate yeah. just got lifted here, um, I think, uh, end of next week, I think, for us, this there is when they're, it's March 9th as we record, um, end of next week is when they're talking about lifting the mask, which basically means I'm going to be a shut-in, I guess, for a little while. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. What about you guys, like, with the mask thing? How are the numbers?
0: They lifted ours. Things are pretty good, knock on wood, things are pretty good around here right now, so hopefully that will continue for a very long time.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully, yep. Did you mention the uh, fifth voice going into Siri, Hummy? I did not.
3: That's also in there as well. So, if yeah, you gotta... we talked
2: about the gender neutral focus um, focusing from the LGBTQ plus community uh, with a, gen- a gender neutral voice, right? I think we heard samples of that. We talked about that before. I think a while back, right? Yeah the the the
3: link is in this same article, uh, which we we'll have in the show notes as you driving home. The the voice is apparently just called Voice 5, but I guess you can look underneath the covers at the file name if you're the kind of person that digs into that stuff. And it's named Quinn. Uh, the voice is named Quinn, or the file name is Quinn.
2: Really? Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's saying here, just to, to sort of complete this thought, that it supports iPhone 6S to iPhone 13, which is the current range of support for iOS 15 as well, right? It's funny because I think they normally come out with a new OS right around the time that they, or OS version, right around the time they roll out new phones. And, and um, the SE is available. Everything's available March 18th, right? Next Friday? A week Friday? I think so. I, I didn't take uh, yeah,
3: close of a right. notes in terms of all the dates, but I'm pretty sure everything was, you know, taking pre-orders Friday, yeah. the 11th, and then available in your hands on March 18th, assuming you got in on the early waves.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I I didn't order. Uh, um, I know some of our fans on the show ordered or were talking about. Oh yeah, some of them did order um, the new machines. But uh, I looked at them, and again, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But yeah, I looked at them, and, and I think when I if I ordered the stock one, it was going to be sometime in April. But if I ordered the one with a one terabyte upgrade, it would be um, closer, like end of end of March kind of thing. Oh so, yeah, I guess you got to play with the numbers to see when you're going to get your uh, your new devices. We'll talk about that too, of course. But we're get what we're going to get. So let's see. Where are we now? Oh, look, we're there. Um. So yeah, this week on uh, the on Women's Day, International Women's Day, March 8th, they had uh, Apple showed their peak performance, and somebody pointed out it's P-E-E-K, like as in peak and pop. Uh, peak and pop performance. Yeah, peak and poke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Um. Yeah. So so they announced. Uh, as the link in Hamid's note here says, seven, seven devices. So you've had a chance to catch up on the event, Hamid?
3: I did. I ended up watching the roughly one hour recording on YouTube because I um, could not partake in festivities due to, to work uh, meetings and everything that, that complicated things. So we've got this Verge article on uh, what they call the seven biggest, announcement, seven biggest
2: announcements. And uh, let's just start right off with... Well, before, before, before you get into that, I just want to ask you, so you didn't watch it with um, spatial audio? Uh, no, I... Um... <laughs> okay, let, let, me, let, let, me just, let me just comment on that. So yeah, the, one of the things about this particular event was if you had a Mac Pro with like a recent Mac Pro, or you were wearing the Airbud or you were using a HomePod, I have a stereo pair of HomePods here, it was broadcasting the music in spatial audio. So you know when Tim Cook or whoever was speaking, it was like at a regular volume. And then as soon as the music came on, it was just like the whole room just filled with like really loud, you know, rock music kind of stuff, right? It was a little, uh, a little bit, you know, kind of loud. So lots of subwoofer effects in it too, especially on the on the HomePod. But it was really strange. Really strange. It was almost like being like in a sort of theater cut kind of, You know, like when you, you watch a movie, you know, the speaker people are speaking from the screen, but the music's all around you, kind of thing. That was kind of kind of trippy in a way, but but interesting, and uh, some sometimes a little bit annoying, right? But it was kind of weird. I mean, that's my comment on that. I jumped in on Jaime.
3: So we'll start right off with the Apple M1 Ultra. So if you've been following along, there was the M1, the M1 Pro, the M1 Max, and the now Darth Maul esque dual wielding M1 Ultra, which is <laughs> like. I, Look look at the picture, you know, pull off on the other side of the road, you know, go go take a look at the show notes. It is hilariously massive compared to the M1. Because it is a desktop, you know, processor. It wants to to chew up the data like nobody's business. I thought it was interesting that they said like, what if we just duct tape these two things together with like super high tech duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a that's an interesting analogy. Ultra Fusion is the new technology. And as a as a former chip geek I'm pretty excited about this. Um, mm-hmm. basically so so interconnects are always the, the kind of the, the the bottleneck when you connect these chips and and basically you know if if you know anything about high speed circuits, you know about there's capacitances and and resistances and and the more capacitance yeah, yeah. and resistance, you have the the slower signals can travel across so so whenever you have a wire. Uh, on the scale of a chip, you have a wire connecting one chip to another chip. That's a huge amount of capacitance. Uh, that's just slows everything down, and you have to pump a lot of current through to to get any kind of speed out of it. So, really, a a, a fundamental bottleneck. Well, usually, I mean, you you kind of couldn't get around that. You have to if you have to go off chip, you have to have some kind of interconnect that takes you from one chip to the other. Now, what they've done here is pr- is pretty cool. So, when you make when you make a chip, you make a whole wafer it's called it's a it's a big round piece of silicon with a whole bunch of these chips on there and uh, usually you just when you want to separate them into different chips you you just take a literally it's a saw uh, that, that just cuts down the 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 space in between the chip and it just cuts it apart so that space is just wasted because you when you're using this physical size saw essentially i mean it's not like a wood saw but but it's still it's big on the scale of these things uh, you lose a lot of space and and um so so you it, it limits the amount of dye you can have on on the wafer and just just all around bad well what they've done is taken that wasted space and just put all these interconnects in between so they can connect one chip to the next chip it's really amazing it's really cool okay i'm done
2: <laughs> continue. No, it is cool. It is cool. So but that but that um that channel does exist currently on the like if you look at the the illustration here of here are the uh, actual photographs of the chips, right? I don't know if this is just, just the scale but it does it looks pretty much the scale but the M1 Max seems to have, you know, that yeah that channel there. And right?
0: they and they would have just cut right through it before because they only needed one oh, one see. chip. Yeah. So they just would yeah. have just ripped it apart. Uh but they were planning ahead and they have it for this generation where they have two in the same in the same package
2: so i have a question about that so so um i thought when they made chips they they measure them for for speed like they measure them to see whether they have like they fall within the accepted tolerance of processor speed kind of thing right yeah they
0: do yeah
2: so if, they're, if and I would assume that these, the the Ultra Max, the two chips are manufactured on the same surface, right? Like They're, yeah. they're just not cut apart, like you're saying, right? Yeah. So how would so would they'd have to measure both both of these well, uh, chips to sort of see no, how they perform?
0: Uh, so probably not. So so there's actually. There's two types of variation. This is actually kind of interesting because I used to work on exactly this kind of stuff when I was in the semiconductor business. But there's two types of variation that you can think about. One is wafer to wafer variation, uh, and and one is die to die variation. So and these they differ by the physical mechanisms involved. So so wafer to wafer, you know, you, you make a you make a, a wafer one at a time. You do all the the processing steps.
2: The wafer has like a thousand chips on it or something yeah
0: right? well these are pretty big now so there might not no, be a thousand but again, might, yeah. yeah but but in yeah in the old days there were definitely a thousand yeah uh but the wafers have gotten bigger too so i actually i don't know exactly how many are on a die but it's probably not a thousand that's, a, that's that'd be a lot uh but but anyway uh, so wafer to wafer variation just comes from you know you you have you have one wafer there you do your processing processing you you load up another wafer the temperature maybe has gone up a half a degree just randomly or it's gone down a half a degree uh, or something like shifts in the process and you get some slight amount of random variation just just from the fact that the environment is a tiny tiny little bit different it's in the mechanical
2: one. process in making yeah things, exactly right? like well it's mechanical, a, mechanical. A thermomechanical
0: right so so the temperature yeah. makes it has a big impact on it so so it, for that type of variation then all of the chips on the wafer are going to more or less be the same, but from one wafer to another, they may be different by a couple percent. So, so, so if that's the limiting factor and those, that tends to be a, a wider variation than you get on die to die, which is, it's just as part of the, again, because of the, the thermomechanical effects, the, the temperature on the wafer might vary by a tiny, tiny little bit from one, Die to the next die. uh now it's generally a smaller effect but it, but it could be a real effect or you might have systematic effects where where you know the the left side of the wafer for whatever reason is always you know a little the oxide's a little bit thicker than on the right side of the wafer uh so this kind of thing is possible but the dominant one is the wafer to wafer one and that's the kind of stuff where they where they do the the, the binning of the by, by performance and they ship the you know the fastest ones is the as the you know the the fifty dollar more version of the chip than the slower ones.
2: Right. So yeah, yeah, so
0: that's... the die to die stuff would be is generally a much smaller uh, impact and so so two die that are that are from the same wafer that are right next to each other are going to have a much much smaller variation. So you're probably not going to have to worry about the kind of thing that you're thinking about.
2: And so, so the the integrated memory, like, is this like I don't know if you're looking at the pictures on on the the Verge article, but um, is the memory in that thing too, or is it, or the memory is sort of on the side, like like this is the actual main CPU GPUs, right? And then is the memory on this wafer, or is it somewhere, or is that kind of separate?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's typically some some memory built onto that. It may not be all the memory. I don't, I don't know in this particular case.
2: Yeah. I'd have to go back and look at the graphics I showed in the, in the show, but yeah, cause yeah, um, yeah cause that, that's how the, and essentially, you know, the, the M one max, I think the, like the ones that are in the MacBook pros, I think they, do they topped out at 64 gig and these ones are 128. Cause again, we're just doubling everything. It's two X, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause you've got two chips and so you can have twice the amount of memory on the sides. Mm-hmm. So this whole the other pieces about it, obviously like the, the, um, like yeah, I guess this this interconnect lets ten thousand signals per what second or something go or millisecond, or whatever. But
0: ten thousand um, would be pretty
2: or, slow. It's like uh, so it's, it's what sorry two point five terabytes per second. Or ter, terabyte per second, yeah, that's here. pretty fast. And then 114, 114 <laughs> billion, billion
0: transistors,
2: transistors, A lot of transistors, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the memory bandwidth now is 800 gigabytes. I don't know if that's faster than mm-hmm. the previous before or not. Right, 20 core CPU, 16 high performance CPUs, and four for efficiency, mm-hmm. high, high efficiency, and then a 64 GPU. Is this the max maximum configuration that you can get? Right, is it up to that? Anybody?
0: What, what do you mean the max? maximum. Three. Oh. Well, because
2: there's different, there's four different versions if you go to the app store. Oh, I see. Buy, I
0: see.
2: I don't know. You can buy four um, variations of, oh, in the, in the, which again, we'll about in a minute. It's kind of hard to talk about the chip and not talk about the Mac. Um, yeah, and actually, they didn't present it in this order in, in the in the, the talk. This is just how they're presented on this Verge article we're referring from, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're kind of leading with the, some of the bigger stuff up front. Um, Yeah. Look. So, just before, let me finish that point there. So, on the M1 Ultra in in the Mac Studio, you can get four. But the stock, the base version is twenty core CPU and forty eight GPU. And then if you if you um, customize that, you can go up to let's see, yeah, up to sixty four from forty eight.
3: So yeah, it seems like the design goal here, just with all the cores, is somebody asking, so how many cores should it have?
2: How many,
0: cores? Yes. how many cores do you need? He's uh, like, what? Yes? am <laughs> going I answer is yes, yes. <laughs> we has all the cores. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a customer, one of my old customers contacted me today. He's a photographer. So he uses Photoshop and uh, an app called Capture One. And I'm sure he does color correction and stuff. And he says, like, he he's naturally going to buy one of these things, right? Because he's running off of M1 Minis right now. And, uh, yeah, he sort of said, like, how many cores do I need? <laughs> And I'm like, the more cores, the more buttery, smooth Photoshop color correction you're going to get, right? You know, So he's a food photographer, which is why that's funny. Anyway, (laughs) because maybe the butter's in the fridge, right? And it's cold. Me, you. Sorry. Sorry, Hammy, back to you.
3: Yeah. And, you know, what are they going to do with that M1 Ultra? Well, they're popping it right there into the new Mac Studio product, Mm -hmm. which is, um, I think a lot of people on the internet have said. You know, the, the CAD designer went in, opened the file for the Mac Mini, and said, just extrude that up <laughs> and then called it good. Uh, we just, of course, just like a ton of really good stuff that went into it. But if you you know what a Mac Mini looks like and you put two of them on top of each other, it's kind of what you would expect. Um, beefy machine that they're, they're putting out there. Uh, it's got tons of ports. Um, they showed us a nice sort of visual of how the whole cooling system works to keep that you know, that's not a lot of cooling though,
2: so I was surprised by that. Like based on how how not warm the other, I guess the because it's a desktop machine it's going to be cranking out the cranking out the the heat, right? Yeah, it's, it's... going to be a little space heater for you.
0: But it's still so, an isn't... M1 architecture, so it's relatively low energy compared to like an Intel architecture.
2: Yeah. Sorry, honey. I...
3: No, it, it just seems pretty neat for something that is um building a, a slot in their whole Mac sort of lineup, which. You know, as, as an aside, they did a very un-Apple thing by introducing this and then also saying, "By the way, there will be a new Mac Pro in the future." Which yeah. is like they don't even yeah. admit that there's yeah. going to be an iPhone this year, right? Like you, you, you corner Tim Cook and be like, "Hey, so what's the new iPhone going to be like?" he be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs>
0: right? do, you, do you think we should have one this year? Well, maybe we could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. you market for it. Yeah. So, so the studio to me, I mean, it, it sort of is like the. The Mac Mini Pro, right, or or the mm-hmm. or the Mac Pro for normal humans, right, with a normal budget, or the I Mac say. Mini
2: for the normal
0: people. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really a nice it's a nice new thing. I mean, it's it kind of fills the role of the old desktops, right, that just yeah. disappeared.
2: Yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah. So it it has it has more ports than the than the Mac Mini does now, right? Because the Mac Mini does the Mac Mini have four USB Thunderbolts on the back?
0: My Mac Mini has two USB C and two USB A. That's it.
2: Right. Yeah. And an HDMI. Right. And an Ethernet. No, it
0: doesn't even have. Hold oh, on, let me
2: Ethernet? see. Let me see. Yeah, the mine. The one I had. The, yeah, the it does have Ethernet, and it does have HDMI. Yeah.
0: You're 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 right. I never used this, so I forgot they yeah. were there. So, yep.
2: but what's nice about this? Well, it's kind of two things about it. If you buy the if you buy the Ultra version, the front two ports are thunderbolt ports otherwise they're just USB-C ports but a USB-C port on the front of a machine is super convenient i can yeah. tell you i mean i 3d print on my on my uh, my mac pro what is this mac pro 13 and i have a dock on the back with an sd reader in it and i have to reach around i have to like fold down the top and reach around the back to stick the chip in so i can write to it and then pull it out put it in my 3d printer um but one, one it wasn't to, to t-
0: just to charge your trackpad and your keyboard Right. You yeah. Need to the plug them in, the front ones are perfect for
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and or or you plug in your phone for development. Right. Yeah. But, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, and what's nice about this though is is if you have the Thunderbolt port, you can or actually I guess no, it's that you're charging enough from the monitor. Never mind. Let me take scrape, scrape, strike that from the record. Um, but what what's interesting? So it's still an interesting machine. Like even just buying, like even like like I'm looking. At, I would like to get an M1 Max. Like I would like to get a bet, and that's this. Yeah, because the Pro is on in the laptops. It's the Pro and the Pro and the Pro Max, right? Is that correct?
0: It's the Pro and the Max. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So the lower end, the lower entry level, if you want to call it that, on the sixteen inch or the fourteen inch is is the Pro, is the and Pro. Then you pay more for the Max. Right. This you're getting the Max in the lowest configuration. The one criticism that that Mark Gurman po- posted on Twitter today was: it still bring your own monitor and and keyboard. But I pointed out to him that since the Mac Two, anything that's considered a desktop workstation, it, you had to bring your own monitor and keyboard. If you take the iMac out of the mix, because the iMac is is a consumer product, like when has Apple ever produced a machine that didn't that you didn't have to buy a separate display for? Yeah, yeah, never I mean, always, yeah, no. always, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so this is no different than than any other desktop machine like the the big g4s and the you know the the cheese graders that we had under our g5s and and um iMac, mac pros that we had under our desks the first intel ones they were all big G- i mean they had they had expansion ports admittedly like pcis and even the mac 2 had nubus ports right but um i still think this is a, and, and even the the trash can and and um, the current uh current mac pro um or you you bring your own display in no matter what you do, or keyboard and whatever, right? But um, oh yeah, but does this come? Does this come with a keyboard and a mouse? That's the one thing that maybe it's missing, right? Like when you bought when you bought a, a like a, even a cube, a cube came with a keyboard and a mouse, right?
0: Well, the cube had its own special custom keyboard and mouse. It had that round mouse, right? Yeah, yeah, which everybody hated. you know what I mean, like yeah.
2: like, like when you bought
0: yeah it, computers. Computers used to come with a. With a keyboard and a mouse, generally.
2: not always. No, no. I'm just thinking back but, to my old reseller days. Like if you bought yeah. a Mac Pro, you had to order. I used to sell the extended keyboard all the time because I preferred it with the number key number
0: pad on the side.
2: Yeah. So yeah, no, you just always have to buy a separate keyboard. But, and but I'm um, talking about before that. It know, came they, with a mouse. They, 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 came with they the mouse.
0: used to always come with a keyboard and a mouse way back when. But it's it's been a long time since that since those days. That's true. Basically, ever yeah, since like ever since the laptops took over, I think.
2: Yeah. Because the mini was sort of the first sort of because the mini went after the Windows crowd, right? Because they didn't have to buy a new keyboard or mouse or mm-hmm. monitor. They just, yeah. just put the mini on their desk, plug it in, and go, right? Yeah, yeah that was the promise of the mini when it first came out. Yeah, but, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, 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 so let's go around the table here, right? Like, like I know Mark, you're working currently on a desktop because you're using a Mac uh, um, M1 Mac Mini, right? Um, I'm essentially I, I've got my MacBook Pro 13 here on a like a, an arm. And because I got my M1 that I work on on the couch, I never take this M, this Mac Pro away from the desk. So I might as well just get a desktop, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. And as I said before, like if I was at the office, you know, and it was an it was if if COVID wasn't a thing and I was at the office and they handed me one of these Mac Studios and I didn't want to lug it home every day, you know, because we have like like hoteling, like you said, right? You know all of the desks have monitors on them you just have to bring a. your we used to bring our laptops and just plug into the monitor and go um but would i mean I could use that at the office so I'm actually thinking about buying one the the lower version I would put a one terabyte drive in it instead of five twelve but but yeah even at, at even at thirty two gigs of ram I still think I'm comfortable with that so but what do you would you buy one of these mark would you would you get rid of them that lame old mac m one mac mini you got
0: If I were, yeah, if I were looking for a direct replacement for the M1, then uh, for the, for the mini, um, then yeah, I think absolutely I would. I don't know right now whether my next computer will be a laptop or a desktop. I I actually, I don't know right now. Uh, Yeah. So that would factor in, but if I did. Because you're
2: also a clamshell user, like you close, you close the clamshell when you use your Mac, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, so during the pandemic, I haven't had a lot of reason to, to to have a laptop, right? They're they're not very useful when you don't leave your house, but but uh, now that we're moving around a bit more, uh, I could see myself getting going back to a laptop. So, but it's a good question though. the 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 Max Studio is pretty pretty nice, and the price point is actually pretty good. I got to say for what you get,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I would definitely. Would, would, would you strong. go?
2: Would you go with the you go with the Max version or the Ultra version? Uh,
0: I don't know. I haven't thought that deeply yet about it. Yeah. I don't know.
2: How about you, Hami? I'm going to split
3: this answer into work usage and personal usage. So I think for personal usage, I wouldn't see enough out of this given that um, I, you know, my current Intel based laptop is doing pretty good for me and I'm, almost certainly going to be amazed with whatever year of apple silicon i end up upgrading to when this one bites the dust or when i decide that i just you know can't stop salivating over you know that year's edition of apple silicon um so i think from a personal standpoint no i wouldn't end up buying one of these just given my usage where i do end up tending to use my laptop like it's a desktop but i get just enough usage out of you know moving it around to other places you know in my house or taking on you know, trips and stuff where it would be hard to go desktop only. Um, for work, though, I am wondering since, you know, on my team, we're going to start doing more video stuff, uh, you know, video production, really hoping that we can end up doing, you know, live streaming stuff, which kind of will need a separate machine just to handle the streams and putting things together. And this should probably be a beast at composing a whole bunch of audio and video streams and and not sweating right
2: yeah right. yeah, yeah uh, um so for me like another angle for me is i have cur- i currently have two mac minis in my house right um one is a, an old mac mini server which i think was 2008 maybe that just sits in the closet and, and serves up like it serves up some backup drives and stuff like that and I, it's where i put all the media where i archive all of my media stuff too right and my old work files and stuff like that and it, it gets backed up umpteen times per day kind of thing and then i've got a, a i think a 2012 mac Mini that carol's using up from the up for herself she's uses it in the in the in the the middle bedroom where she's got like a and uses an hdmi out to a television right so she watches tv and netflix and then occasionally she wants to use the mac she just pulls out a, a bluetooth keyboard and mouse and and flips it over and, and uses, uses that and it's mounted on the wall and that kind of stuff so if I was to buy one of these things, it would probably be in my house for a good 10 or 12 years because it would, it would, today it would be a desktop I would work on, but over time it would become the media server kind of thing. Right. And just sort of serve to the house and maybe run my, my ho- my home automation and all that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah, it's, I think, it, I think this, this has a lot of promise. I'm probably more likely to get one of these than I would, uh, like, I don't think I'm going to get the, the Mac pro anytime soon, although I've had them in the past. Right. Um, they're great, like space heaters underneath the desk. they used to kick up lots of BTUs. And it know?
0: gets cold up there in Canada, right?
2: It does. Yeah, your feet your, your feet get cold. I've got a space heater underneath my desk. I haven't had to use it much this year, but <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, but you'll, you'll be disappointed then at the heat generation in the M1. It doesn't. It doesn't put out a lot I of know,
2: heat. I know. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm kind of. I'm surprised at the size of the fans. To be honest, with you. the the fans that went in there. They just, it just—it surprises me how how much like when I saw the the, the exploded uh, or the the see-through version when, in the in the presentation videos, how big those fans are. Like I guess they have a, they're kick Well, I guess if it's the ultra, definitely it's going to have a lot more heat than the than a um, the Mac. What's it called? M1 Max, right? Um, the ultra is going to kick out. I guess if you're if you're ripping if you're running, what, how many monitors did they said because supports like uh, eight of those yeah, um, some
0: ridiculous number
2: eight of those pro displays plus a uh, huge tv as well right
3: so oh, that's crazy cool cool thing it's probably the good best segue into the studio display 27 inch sure. 5k uh which does not cost five k surprisingly thought <laughs> for sure it yeah. would it's only uh fifteen ninety nine that's one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars US um, comes with a stand. Uh, there is a $400 Built-in fancy stand, pants, right? Yeah. yeah. It's got a fancy pants stand that you can put in if you want, uh, that does the, the self, um, balancing uh, thing. And then you've got the, the, is it VESA or Visa? I can't remember how that's Visa. Visa. the VESA mount adapter. If you want to put it on one of those, uh, you know, for your wall or for the monitor arms and stuff. Um, looks pretty nice. I mean, it'd be nice to see it in person, but I I felt pretty, pretty sold because it's not a $5,000. It's a $1,600.
2: Yeah. 27-inch yeah, 5K retina, 14.7 million pixels, 600 nits of brightness, which is bright. Um, one billion colors available. P3-wide color as well. No, I don't know if you guys remember, remember the thousands of colors we used to get on some of our yeah. monitors. Because, um, yeah, there was a lawsuit over that, right, at one point, I think. Um, just trying to see the.
0: Choices. I remember 256 colors.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. It's like that. a
0: Crayola box. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna hit order now and see what, what my options are for the for the stand. I'm curious about that because cause there's there's three stands. There's, there's the adjustable stand, right? And um, okay, here we go. Tilt adjust. How do I make this active? I Have to choose one. I'm on my iPad, so this is kind of weird. Oh, I have to choose first. I have to choose the, the standard glass or the nano glass. The standard glass is quite a bit more. It's almost like, uh, $400 more. I'm going to choose standard because I don't have a bright environment. Okay. So the standard, oh, tilt adjustable is like comes with for, for the $2,000 Canadian and then $2,400 for the one where you can tilt it with the, it's got like a little Luxo lamp thing that we had on the G4. And that's, that's finally come back. And then Visa mount. A Visa, if you get a Visa mount, it, it's the same price as, as getting it with the basic stand, right? So it's not like they're charging you more. So yeah, the most expensive one is the tilt and height adjustable stand, right? Which again, you know, it's one of these things you need to go to the store to see it because like I think one of our guys pointed out, like, when have you ever seen a monitor on somebody's desk where they didn't have it propped up on a, a couple of phone books or something, right? <laughs> right.
3: Definitely depends on your, your ergonomics. This would be roughly in line. So I've got a a dell u271 8q 4k display it's 27 and a half inch this is actually owned by my employer and i'm guessing the sizing would be pretty similar it's hard to tell uh difference in bezels and stuff but it should be roughly in line and this one's doing you know pretty good for me i think you know the apple device the studio display would probably be pretty satisfactory if I was to quibble, I would certainly love a, a, a Mega Max Studio display that's even bigger, Is you know, I need all the windows. I need the, yes, how many windows? Yes, right, um, for even this current one, where I've been considering getting a larger, like, you know, 32-inch curved display just to fit all, all the things I need to be able to reference at once.
2: Yeah, so if I order one of these displays now, I can get it by March 25th, as of today. Well, that's not bad. It's only two weeks away. So I guess all the early adopters have already placed all their orders, right? Yeah, and <laughs> I do think with you know things starting to open up a bit, uh, this feels like a perfectly
3: reasonable go into a store for a couple minutes, take a look, and see what you think.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Would you get one? Mark, you and I both have the old we're, we're, I'm flogging the old LCD cinema display, and you have the Thunderbolt cin- cinema display. I got a Thunderbolt
0: display for my home use, and I've got uh, a a dell curve monitor for my work use mm-hmm. uh so yeah i would consider getting one of these yeah 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 yeah
2: mine. i think the price is about the same
0: <laughs> about the same as yeah as a thunderbolt display was yeah probably yeah
2: now that said i mean like you know i used to when i was reselling stuff i mean, I mean it, you know it's just the term that apple had for it now, i don't know can't, yeah no apple did have displays initially and then they they moved away from them but um Used to sell a lot of BenQ monitors for a while there too, because they were they would they were just they had the same else the same LG and Sanyo panels, mm. but they were slightly cheaper. Again, again, it may they may have been. I often wondered about that, like you know, if they're making the same panels, does Apple get the pick of the panels, and then the, all the castoffs go to the third parties? Or I wonder what spec what what the minimum spec was for each of these uh, each of these manufacturers. Oh, for right, sure, yeah, behind.
0: for sure, the high end. uh vendors are going to get the the best panels and the, the premium the one, when and you, the Apple, yeah when you so. buy the cheaper ones you're you're much more likely to have like a, a you know a dead pixel or something like that showing up
2: right right yeah hmm. cool so, all right it's also got the a13 bionic chip inside because it supports um a fancy smancy 12 megapixel camera and um the three mic array Mm -hmm. the audio so that obviously they're they're gearing this stuff and center stage which is the thing that automatically adjusts with the wide angle lens um so it um this um is built for um web conferencing right like for you know being on the webex call and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and then um
0: and so in theory if it's got an a13 in there you could run ios apps on your monitor without a computer yeah, yeah,
3: people were kind of wondering about <laughs> jailbreaking their monitor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: really. Hmm. And so you don't need the fancy keyboard we talked about it at the top of the show. right?
0: Well, it's not touch sensitive. <laughs> you need, a, need yeah. a keyboard for
2: something. Oh, but the other, the other nice thing about this, like my, I, I charge my work laptop off my Dell monitor. It's got the USB-C uh, mm-hmm. power coming off the, the USB-C cable, and this one has one Thunderbolt port, so you can get 95 watts of power, which basically means you can charge the latest um mac pro models right yeah they, the, the power the quick charge are. that they've got coming
3: out of the display is pretty wild
2: yeah is that is that really quick charge that they got
3: coming out of this did i get this wrong was this was this not from the display
2: yeah no no 95 watts of power for sure uh, i don't know like i'm not sure if, if quick if quick chart 'cause because quick charge i heard somebody say the other day it's like you know like 30 minutes to get 30 or 50 percent power in, into your computer which is pretty quick like it must must throttle down because you don't want to basically heat up the heat up the battery every time you plug it in, right? So yeah, cool. What do you think about the nano texture glass? I mean, I guess that's if you're in a high high um, bright office, right, with lots of reflective light around, right?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that's such a new thing, right? It's just sort of standard.
2: No, no, And take that on yeah. the, that was on the Pro display,
0: the XDR. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So interestingly enough, yeah, I, kind of, I was kind of I'm I'm sorry. looking at the at the uh, apps. Yeah, you know, the retail store website and i wouldn't get it delivered until april 1st april 1st through really? april 8th yeah they so they can ship to toronto not toronto <laughs> toronto uh before they can ship to san jose that's kind of interesting yeah yeah
2: well it, w- what i've actually found on the on these these apps when i go in when you go in to order them it tells you that and then not until you actually go to put your credit card in then it tells yeah, you what yeah what the real date is being. yeah true yeah but it's a good it's a good guideline. I mean, like you know, and and like for instance, like when I look at it, um, and I've hit the order now button, like it it says can't pick it up in the store, like because they just don't have stock yet, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the texture, uh, the regular. Yeah, I'd be tempted to get a visa. It depends on how heavy this is, right? It's got that big. Uh, I I thought it was when when they were before they started talking about it on the presentation. I thought it was the Pro XDR display they were talking about. But it, again, but is the Pro XDR's mini EL, mini LED though, isn't it? I do not remember. You guys remember?
0: Yeah, I don't do not either. I don't
2: know. They got so many Go look. interesting
3: little marketing names for these things. And it's really hard to keep track of them all.
2: Mm, yeah. search oh, there. Pro Display, DR. Take a quick gander at this guy. Wow, sixty two ninety nine. You can get like how many of these? Three. <laughs> Uh oh it's a thirty-two inch, right? Six six K. Oh, I see. It's not the ah the, that's that's what's wrong with the studio displays. It's only five K, not six K.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, it has that same sort of tilty stand thing. I guess that's the thousand dollar stand that we were joking about, the dongle? Yeah, because this thing comes without a stand, right?
0: What are, what are you talking about? I'm this? talking about the
2: pro the Pro XDR uh, display. Oh.
0: Right,
2: so you have to, you have to right, buy the stand, buy stand
0: separate. Yeah.
2: Or oh, cheaper. Oh. Sorry, that's Apple Care for it. And yeah, the stand is thirteen hundred dollars, twelve ninety nine Canadian. What was I looking for? I was looking for what? Um, what is what was I looking for on the pro display?
0: Oh, uh, the nano texture.
2: Yeah, it has the nano texture. You can get you can get standard or nano texture. Crazy refresh rates. Mm. Okay, it's sixteen pounds, so most arms won't won't hold the most visa. Like you'd have to have a really strong visa visa mount. How heavy is this new guy? Does it say how heavy this one is? do do. Where's this back? Oh, and what about the keyboard and stuff? We, the new keyboard, we didn't talk about that. The colored keyboard. You can get a black mouse and a black tech trackpad.
0: Oh, yeah. For the Mac Studio.
2: Yeah. But this, the monitor itself is so aluminum colored. How about this? Yeah, how heavy it is. It's weird. Is it yeah, the 13.9 part? pounds. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's not too light. I suppose the, uh, the Dell is probably about that. I don't know. Interesting stuff. So what's next, honey? Next is the new iPhone SE which has 5G, mm-hmm.
3: got an A15 Bionic CPU, comes in that same uh, 4.7 inch display. Uh, Touch ID, so it kind of gives you an idea of what it's going to end up looking like if you haven't seen it. And mm-hmm. comes with a, a pretty decent price of $429 US.
0: Did you mention it's 5G?
3: 5G without the uh, millimeter wave stuff. So, so you don't th-
2: need a vaccine with this phone?
3: You don't, <laughs> You don't? And I <laughs> guess it doesn't have that little weird plastic window that the the iphone 12 pro and others had uh, at least here in the usa the what
2: oh the have a special window for 5g
3: yeah well uh, for one band of 5g i think it's the five uh gosh is it millimeter wave five millimeter wave
2: i, I gotta look it up that's interesting yeah touch id on a home, a home button for touch id so i'm curious like so the the, the original se like the se one that's in the, the iPhone 5 form factor is that still supported by iOS 15 do we know? I'd have to look that up. I don't I don't know if that is. Cuz it came out after the 6s though, right? Or around the same time. Pretty cool phone. Well, how much is it? It's 429 US, right? 429 US.
3: So it's uh, slightly more expensive. A lot of folks wondering if it's that um that 5G chip in there.
2: Mm. Could be a bunch of other things, inflation Supply chain it's also an A15, so that's not too shabby, right?
0: Yeah, according to Apple's website, the iPhone SE first generation is supported by iOS 15.2. Okay, as are the 6s and 6s Plus, and the iPhone 10, and everything beyond. So the
2: A15 chip is the same as what we have in the in the, in the iPhone 13, right? Not the Pro, but the 13, right? I think that's right. Or the base model yeah, 13. of 13 says that it on the website on the marketing. So mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. It's got smart HDR four for pictures. Yeah. And it's the same glass on the front and back as the iPhone thirteen. The durable super gorilla gas, gas I guess it's called. Comes in midnight, white, and product red. It's really challenging to think of a better sort of value phone,
3: right? You know? Yeah. In 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 line with the how much money do you have? Cool, we'll definitely give you a, a top of the line phone or, you know oodles and oodles of, of dollars um yeah. but a you know what's your entry price to get you know something that's presumably going to be supported for a very long time um 429 for 5g and real solid you know, apple ecosystem that's that's a pretty hard thing to 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 not jump on right i think you're gonna see some folks who are like you know you, you should put that uh, take that older phone with its probably terrible battery life because i bet you haven't changed it out and Send it to a nice farm upstate. And get this new farm. <laughs> <laughs> send,
2: to, send it to the glue factory. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And the product red is supporting COVID-19 um, research, I guess, right?
3: Oh, really? I, I, I missed that part that they had said it was specific to that.
2: Well, I think this is as of like last last year. Because, um, yeah, product red used to support HIV AIDS, I think, right? Um, but now, it, now product red is supporting uh, com- uh, combating COVID-19 because obviously that's the the more prevalent issue these days cool speaking of support did you guys notice that Tim Cook was wearing a yellow and blue um wristband on his watch I did not, oh, I did
3: I not notice this. that that's I did not good. notice
2: but yeah. yeah people talking good. about this on the interwebs mm. mm-hmm. yeah he was wearing a blue shirt just you know and, and his watch band was yellow and blue mm-hmm. supporting Ukraine cool um yeah, I think we pretty much said all we can say about this guy. Oh, March 18th as well, if you order it today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad price. I mean, like we're back down to... I think I paid about that for my original phone. In Canada, it's uh, 579 I think it's about what I paid for my first iPhone. The uh, iPhone 1 that was brought back from California. California for me. Cool. And then we had an iPad, I mean.
3: Yeah, an iPad Air with an M1 chip inside of it that, has me in an interesting dilemma because i've been feeling very grumpy about my i gotta look it up i'm not even sure how old it is ipad pro and really thinking wow you have a second generation
2: pro because i had the first generation
3: thank you sir so we'll have i guess i'll have to look it up see how
2: old it is it's it's it's... so i have the third generation pro with, with the not the m1 one yeah, so it's 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 been some years. It's, you know, feeling a little long
3: in the tooth. And uh, this, this Air has me wondering, hmm, do I wait till, you know, September, October when they might have new Pro models? And, um, you know, my current Pro uses the first generation Apple Pencil. And this new iPad Air uses the second gen Apple Pencil. So that's pretty cool. But because I'm wondering about uh, forward-looking compatibility. Like, mean, are they going to come out with a new Pro with a third-generation pencil, and <laughs> maybe I should just jump in there and, and uh, grit my teeth for a few more months? I I don't know. I don't so know. the
2: question is, like, this is, is this is the same size? Like, I'm looking at the the. Cause my my concern is, I have the Magic Keyboard, right? Which I which I love, right? I have the 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 preview, like the uh, third, sorry, second-generation iPad Pro, 11-inch, right? Will the new Air fit on my current keyboard? Looks like it does. So
0: it is it the same specifically size? Specifically, said it would fit in in the uh, the yeah the Magic Keyboard, Magic keyboard. Yeah. yeah,
2: and the Folio, right? Yeah. yeah. So I guess so. So I guess I'm in the same quandary as you, Jaime, because again, it's it's also the other interesting thing. Is it's got a USB-C port, right? I already have the pencil too. So yeah, I could essentially upgrade to an iPad Air because I'm going get, to be getting an M1. As opposed to this lame old A A, a- fourteen or whatever I have on this one, you know?
3: Yeah, so if if you're correct, sir, that that I have the second gen iPad Pro, then that device came out in twenty seventeen, so here we are, two thousand yeah, twenty two. It's like mm, it's about time for this this iPad to retire. Uh, I don't know. My iPads last a long time. They do, but I've been a little grumpy with it feeling a little pokey. Oh really? Uh, and so I said, mm-hmm. I guess it's been like, so I, I have realized and, and where the air might fit in, where I, I may not get another pro is that I don't have a pro lifestyle for how I use the iPad. Um, I'm predominantly interested in it as a consumption device with a very, very lightweight, um, you know, whiteboarding type capabilities with the Apple Pencil. So I would absolutely be interested in seeing what the second gen Apple Pencil can do. Because I yeah. not used one other than probably in the store, which is not the same as you know plopping down on your couch and 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 drawing stuff or or you know scribbling things. Um, but, so, my, so my question is, know, what
2: what's the difference between this and a pro? Is it like I think it's the amount of storage, right? And then what maybe the refresh rate on the sc- like the, the screen, like the hundred? Does it have the hundred and twenty hertz screen? Do You know, it must do, right? If it supports uh, the, the fancy new pencil.
3: I don't think they mentioned promotion. I don't know if they specifically mentioned anything about refresh rate, and and you know what, like they, you know, rightfully so, hyped it up as like great for gaming. I'm like, that's cool. I don't use it for gaming, so I'm like, oh, maybe I maybe I could get away with using an iPad Air instead of a a Pro. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the Pro. Just does that fit my lifestyle or not? I don't I don't know that the Pro is is necessary.
0: Well, my guess is well, guess that the next Pro will be out relatively soon, and it'll have. In M two or whatever the next greatest thing is, and it'll be pretty amazing. So, so yeah, so it does seem like this one is pretty close to a pro today, uh which means they're making room for the for the even better thing in the future. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's my dilemma of upgrade yeah. right now or or wait it out. You know, another yep. six months. Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the stats on the site. It looks like it is pretty much the same site size, site width, and um, as the pro I currently have. Right
0: um because you know the new pro is going to be able to run mac os you will boot that's true it's going
2: to levitate off the desk too it's well
0: you know i'm only half kidding i mean the surface did this yeah. a while ago you know and, and so uh, right now uh, there's not a whole lot of difference between a 12.9 inch uh ipad and a small laptop there's really not much true, difference right uh, true, yeah. except for the touch screen so, with a next generation chip, then there's really no reason why they couldn't run Mac os Ten on it. It would be pretty cool actually.
2: can you put a terabyte s s. d in it I wonder like the current pro like the the pro let's see here pro oh yes, no, they have a two terabyte option well yeah, definitely you're right they, yeah, like, like it's got the memory it's got the you know it's got everything it's got the built in screen, just don't need a keyboard, yeah. <laughs> Bring your own keyboard. Well,
0: and use the, uh, the yeah. Magic Keyboard.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that, I think you're right. Huh? I'm hoping you're right, Mark, that we can finally ditch all of our desktops and, and laptops and just go with iPads. <laughs>
0: well, you won't want to ditch all the desktops because the new ones are going to be so much even more powerful oh, that's true. Than, yeah. than, you know, you'll not be able to live without it. <laughs>
2: Well, again, this is I think this is why we all work in these high-paying jobs, so we can support our Apple habit, right? Mm-hmm. You Because know, we can't get away from this stuff. Yeah. So, round table here. We're not, obviously, none of us are going to get an iPhone SE, but uh, iPad Air? Anybody?
0: I'm not currently in the market for a new iPad because I have a 12.9-inch and I have a uh, Pro, 11-inch uh, Pro. Do you
2: have the M1 or do you have the... I
0: don't have the M1. Actually, that's a good point. I don't have the M1, but I haven't really felt a need for it yet
2: you know i I, re- I only regret not having a 12.9 inch maybe once every two or three months mm. but i like the 11 inch size mm-hmm. um so yeah i think um so i, I could be in the market
0: for i 100 percent of the time use my 11 inch uh just as a carryable device and my 12.9 inch lives in a magic keyboard and never leaves it. so they're definitely different right. use models for me
2: yeah, I have I have both. I have the I have the I have the folio sleeve that I can pop it into if I want to take it anywhere. And I usually take the if I'm, when I'm carrying it around, I, I get take the Apple Pencil off of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, nine times out of ten, I just I just I it stays on the keyboard for me too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm sitting on the on, on the couch watching TV with the IMDb app open, right? Um, okay, so Jaime, what do you what about you? Are you are you have you settled? Are you thinking still? I think the hemming and
3: hawing because it's oh so close makes me think that i should not purchase this one even though it's it's very very close and instead just wait and be grumpy with my current ipad pro <laughs> for six more months just to see if they you know have some incredible pro with a, a third, you know what they're even going to skip is like this is a fourth gen apple pencil there is no third gen we've skipped gen um, kind
2: of thing the difference here too for me is i don't have the wide angle lens on the on the camera so i i can't do that somebody was saying oh you can do the center stage thing but i know my my um yeah and i just have a single single um like a single focus camera on the on the front facing i'm looking at it right now and and i just have sorry no i do have the wide angle on the uh on the ipad but i don't have the two times zoom optical zoom but i don't know what do, do they say what this new one has in terms of camera the new air it was. I know it supports Center
0: Stage, right? They talked about the twelve megapixel front camera yeah. on the iPad there. I don't.
2: I don't think my current one has um, that. Mm-hmm. But then I look. Like, I'm two two generations behind the current one. Mm-hmm. Camera text back. I don't know that that m ones looking pretty fancy. Yeah, I saw some people on Twitter who work for a certain fruit company got these really nice, sweet looking um, M1 uh, t-shirt. With that, with the the chip with the rainbow glow around it, um, and in other
3: news, in other news. If you are in the USA, Canada, Australia, Brazil, Japan, Mexico, Puerto Rico, South Korea, or Friday night hockey, right? Or Friday the night United hockey. Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> the night most Berlin. universal of sports, hockey. uh and, and if you liked Monday Friday night lacrosse, yeah. If you liked Monday night football, you'll love Friday night baseball on Apple TV Plus streaming two uh two major league baseball games assuming that occurs this year uh, yeah, right. right <laughs> we're in the right. middle of a lockout between and it's the, only
2: certain games too it's not like all games right it's 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 so it is kind of
3: um it's kind of like monday night football and I, I assume they have like sunday night hockey or something um in the NHL, afternoon yeah yeah where it's sort of the you know the the more premier game so I am a Seattle Mariners fan. I assume we will not show up on any of these games. It will (laughs) almost certainly be, you know, Red Sox and Yankees and Dodgers and Braves and Giants. Giants. And the only time we might show up is if we're playing the Blue Jays or something, you know, when they come to town. Uh, But this is pretty interesting, exciting from a, you know, making Apple TV Plus a better service because you're adding live sports, which long time listeners of the show, why do I keep hanging around? You know, why did I stick with, with cable TV for so long? Why did I cut that cord and give myself a a, a different cord altogether with YouTube TV? And it is 100% live sports. Right. Um, I I even got grumpy about, uh, uh lockout restri- uh, not lockout um blackout restrictions related to the marriage and say you know what i might just pay for stupid mlb.tv 100 dollars a year or whatever it is um just so i can see my sports
2: and so is this- that like a now- like a service like can you go run that on your apple tv or or what have you it's not you don't have to have like cable to have that right
3: right it's a, it's an add
2: on channel it, it's similar to it's like
3: you can get hbo without having uh hbo the, the the cable channel right and so um adding this is 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 an interesting play even though it's you know it seems like the tiniest thing it's like pretty big to, to add in you know it's one thing to stream the the latest episodes of ted lasso those are all pre-recorded you can heavily optimize heavily cache. you cannot get it wrong when it comes to live streaming because people are not going to be happy if they're unable to see the game as it happens in, in crystal clear um 4k hdr etc it's, it's spatial audio probably you know that sort of thing
0: Hmm. Yeah. So I think this is, this is cool, but uh, you yeah, know, there's, there's a lot of baseball on TV already. I'm not, I'm not super, super excited about this. What I was hoping to see because there were some rumors about this and it, it's still possible, you know, maybe a year from now or whatever is Apple TV plus getting the NFL prime ticket, which, so if, if you're not a football fan or if you're not in the U S uh, what this is, is the, the NFL national football league, has very 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 strict rules on what out of market games you can see on TV. So if you live in an area where there's a, a local team and that team has a game, a home game, uh, they can they they must show the local uh, stations must show that game, uh, and they can't show any out- other game from an out of market except for the national games. Like there's you know, there's a Sunday night football, Monday night football games. Uh, so a lot of times you'll just get a crappy game on because it happens to be the local one when there could be a really great team or a great game with the team that you want to watch that they're just not allowed to show. So the only way that you can get right now, the only way that you can get out of market football games in any game is through this thing called NFL prime ticket, which right now is on direct TV. Uh, so you need to have the satellite dish or, you know, or, or have some other way of, of getting, getting that channel and then you can watch all the games you want. It's it's you know, it's not really cheap. It's like 300 bucks a year. Uh so there's rumors though that that well, for sure the DirecTV's contract is running out with the NFL. I think after this season. Uh, and there's rumors that Apple TV is trying to get it. That would be a coup. That would that would be a game changer. They would sell so many Apple TVs if they had this, especially if they gave it mm-hmm. for like free <laughs> or some minimal, minimal price, uh, this would be enormous. And I really, really hope they do it.
3: Yeah. Just as an example. So I believe starting, and I found an article here starting in 2023, Amazon is going to be, um, the streaming partner for Thursday night football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, people are saying that that's costing Amazon, uh, amazon a billion dollars that's a billion with a b per year as part of that deal so it it would be a huge coup for for, to your point if the nfl was to end up on apple tv plus yeah but you got to start somewhere you got to start somewhere yeah and and baseball is uh is is a good enough place to start yeah
2: yeah that's true i think most of the people i know that have cable like jonathan on Spotcast, has cable for watching sports and i mean i'd could care less i don't watch sports so um i mean i might occasionally flip on the leaf game if i'm working and i just want some like i don't want to watch Park patrol while i'm doing the dishes you know um <laughs> but uh yeah I, I have no interest in baseball at all so kind of interesting i mean like by the same token i felt the same way about fitness plus but i've been using fitness plus for the last month a couple of months so hmm. people come around yeah. right yeah, I might actually watch a baseball game from time to time. But yeah, I I unless you know, unless the Blue Jays make another run, then I'll go I'll go to the lumber store to get the lumber, you know, or the bandwagon. And uh but that's about it. Yeah. Cool. And then just in time for Saint Patrick's Day, Jaime.
3: Yeah. If you got some greenbacks burning a hole in your pocket, uh the iPhone thirteen and thirteen pro now come in green. Alpine green, sorry. Specifically Alpine Green. And so it's not Irish green. Not Irish green, it's not a Kelly
2: Green. Kelly Green. Uh, <laughs> So between that so, and this was just an add-on. Like just, just, just. Hey, by the way, we discovered a new color. Like we right? found a
0: new. We found a new can of paint in the factory. <laughs> 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 I totally didn't make yeah. the St. Patrick's Day connection. I wonder if they did that on purpose.
2: Well, they took the midnight. Well, the, we should actually talk. I did talk about the fact that that the the event was on. We didn't really touch on this, but we the the event was on uh International Women's Day right and every single presenter presenter except for Tim Coo- Tim Cook and the M1 guy and the M2 the M2 M1 people right were women they were all ladies who worked for Apple you can yeah. make that connection I a lot, really lot of, lot of, women, lot, of, of color, lot of women of people of color a lot of women of color yeah mm. and and the, the people who were talking about the new uh um Ultra Max were all um lady developers and engineers as well right and product managers i thought i thought that was an interesting interesting touch but back to the green i mean so so they took the midnight out of the midnight green because they had midnight green a couple of years ago right in the i think the 11 had the green yes. the green option i think that's right yeah yeah so so this is this is green without the midnight
0: well there i, I thought there article. were actually two different color, two different greens one for the regular and one for the pro did i get that different wrong green here I thought I thought they mentioned two different green colors. I'm scanning through my notes now. Uh, well I don't have the that
2: written yeah. iPhone, the Pro has a green, Alpine green on the Pro, and what color is it now? In green, it says, but it doesn't say Alpine. Right, green. so it's
0: just green for the regular, and Alpine green for the Pro.
2: What's the difference? So, so the thir- the per- the regular 13 comes in green, pink, blue, midnight, starlight, which is. Their new name, uh, Apple new white. And then product red again, supporting uh, COVID-19. And then the pro comes in alpine green. No, don't go there. Playing a video. Alpine green. Oh, I clicked on the AR thing. Uh, Alpine green, silver, gold, graphite, and Sierra blue. That was the new color, Sierra blue. Interesting. Cool. If you like, well, I, I know somebody who likes green. Xavier likes green. So maybe one of these days you'll have a green phone. So any other little tidbits about the uh, event we didn't talk about? Not explicitly
3: mentioned at the events. In fact, not talked about at all. But the um, poor one out for the twenty-seven-inch iMac, which is no more replaced by oh, what? the twenty-seven-inch iMac. Apparently, oh, really? been discontinued. Uh, the Intel-based one. Huh. So you can go with the Studio or the M1 iMac with a twenty-four-inch screen.
2: He did say he did say almost everything's in um, Apple Silicon, right? Except for the Pro, such like the Pro, which they oh, yeah.
0: it Pro. It gave that rare <laughs> that laggard
2: like Pro. Them. Such a laggard that thing. Well, mind you, do we still have the thirteen-inch Mac thirteen, like the MacBook Pro thirteen? Where's Mac MacBook Pro? Because they had the thirteen with the without the touch bar, right? So yeah, no, look at all the thirteens are gone too. Interesting. Hmm. What does the Apple TV have in it? Oh, sorry. No, Apple TV has Apple Silicon, right? Yeah,
0: of course, because it runs iOS, it has to be. It's an
2: arm yeah, chip. Yeah. 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 Um, TVOS, mind, speaking of the arm chip, I looked this backed up. Actually, why don't we why don't we um head over to your pick? So we only have Jaime's only got a pick today. Yeah. Mine is a blog post by Fernando Bunn
3: entitled Hello Mac OS X Tiger. And it's kind of written in a cheeky way, but the screenshots are very interesting to me. So I've you know seen and used, but was not my own personal device macOS 10 tiger i have never used the non-integrated version of xcode so seeing things like 2005 you just paid 129 dollars for macOS 10 tiger guess what kiddos yeah. you used to have to pay for your software upgrades
2: <laughs> yes yeah. yeah
3: yeah and and your xcode it didn't used to be fully integrated it used to be quite the panel of windows for interface builder and etc etc so this walks you through what would you have to do to get a little panel up with the text field and a button and when you click the button after putting in some text puts that in uh, in a label
2: i gotta tell you i've mentioned this on the show before but it was really confusing for somebody coming to this type style of development from like scratch because the interface builder and expo being separate Product, I didn't grasp the fact that you know the inter like how things connected between because mm. we didn't have the little drag and drop sort of frog's tongue thing that we have now, right? That came out of um some web development tools, but the idea of connecting you know in- the interface to the like to the view to the class itself that was I just didn't understand that what what was happening in that step.
0: Yeah, I think drag and drop was there. You connecting yeah. the wires? Yeah. You mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think that was there. In the early days, uh, but it was yeah, it was confusing. You had to drag from one window to a different window, and and it and it was just a weird concept of mm-hmm. connecting code graphically. What a weird idea! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it, and it wasn't as I recall. It wasn't until Xcode four that it that they integrated all the windows, and it was a big deal when it happened.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was the first uh, first WWDC I went to was when they rolled out Xcode four. Is this what year is this? This going to be two thousand five. Two
0: thousand five. Yeah. So, so I think the integrated X code would have come out roughly two thousand ten.
2: Yeah, that was the first year I went to WWDC. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of clapping. I remember that. There's, there's a picture here on the, on this website if people are curious, showing the dragging and dropping from the, the text field into the, mm. the confirm button to the text field and then to the main window view controller, which is like a little, a little cube graphic that you used to use for classes. In interface builder. Yeah. Cause you used to write your code in Xcode and then you would do the interface.
0: Right. Interface right? builder was a whole separate tool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. And what if that's why people like writing stuff in, in by hand? <laughs> it's such a sort of blast from the
3: past, you know, looking at these screenshots, um, you know, Tiger's pretty, you know, you can tell it's older if you were yeah. around to have seen it originally and compared to, to now
2: in Monterey, but you just look at it by itself and like it's, an appealing design well this is this is the aqua interface like yeah. um like with lickable blo- lickable buttons mm-hmm. like everything looked mm-hmm. like a little glass drop kind of thing and that started with the original mac beta i think they were talking about that it was called aqua it was the sort of style design style
0: the original the mac was os it? 10 beta you talking about not the mac. yeah what did i say you said the mac beta
2: yeah mac os 10 beta yeah yeah um but yeah it was it was yeah, the, the, it came out in 1999, and it had the sort of even the X was a big 3D sort of translucent looking thing. And this is the this is the d- design aesthetic that that they got rid of with uh, uh, iOS seven, right? They got rid of all that sort of rounded and skeuomorphic looking things, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, and, went back went to flat, flat design.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, even looking at my Mac now. I'm running Monterey, and and still there's there's you know there's shadows, but there's not a lot of um like all those sort of buttons and things like that are all flat, right? So it'll come around. One day we'll have like a neoclassic interface, you know, and then then we'll go to an Art Deco kind of interface, right? (laughs) Cool. Well, I sort of have a pick, and my pick is, is, since we were talking about the fact it was International Women's Day, there's a picture uh, somebody posted here, Silicon Insider on Twitter posted a picture of one of the ARM founders, a lady named Sophie Wilson, who created the ARM instruction set, Mm. which now runs on billions of devices. So that's my shout-out to her. Cool, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it for another week. So, hey, how if people can get in touch with you? Where they find you? I'm on Twitter. It's at Dev of the Hair. And Mark, if people can get in touch with you?
0: Mark R at Snapsoft.com. All
2: right. My name is Timitra T-I-M-M-I-T-R-A. On the Twitter machine is where you can find me. Until next time, we'll say bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: This has been another episode of the More Than Just Code podcast. If you want to find out more about the show, you can visit the More Than Just Code website at mtjc.fireside.fm. There you can find a summary and show notes of each episode. We list links to the apps, code, and news that we mentioned on the show. If you like the podcast, tell your friends, leave a comment on the website, or write a review on iTunes. And please recommend us in your favorite podcatcher. All of these things help others find out about the show. We really appreciate your help with spreading the word.
2: Um, yeah, that's it. And team, it's over. You're still here. that's what Jonathan said like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Go home.
3: <laughs> hey, can y'all hear me? I had issues with my setup. Can y'all yeah, All
2: y'all? All
0: y'all. All y'all. All y'all. That's different than y'all. I know.
2: It's all y'all. That's all, all of us, right?
0: But if there's only two of us, y'all and all y'all is kind of the same, right? Is it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not from the south.
2: No, I think it, even if it's one of you, it's y'all, right? Yeah. That's That's true. You all, you all, hey, you all. Well, yeah, we don't say y'all, it's not you, I, but it's I know when Jaime says y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all. Definitely a southern thing. You just sort of—it's like when uh, Tim Cook says he says important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Important. 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 I love to listen
3: for that when I'm, uh you know, not actively thinking about it because Tammy says important too. I can, I can well, hear it's
0: it. Definitely a, yeah. It's definitely an American thing to to replace T's with D's for sure. Is it? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Or just leave out the T at all. Like like plenty? We don't say plenty yeah. usually. We say plenty.
2: Plenty. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. plenty. Okay, plenty. Oh, how do you say it, Javi? I guess we do say plenty.
3: Yeah, I, I would say it. I don't know how to properly write it out, but it probably would be spelled like like penny, but with an yeah. L, like plenty. Plenty, yeah. Or if there's, there's a T in there, it's like a very a
0: slight tiny There's T. T. I, I'm thinking about saying it. As I'm saying it, plenty. There's a slight t. It's not like it's not like funny, right? Where which is definitely a double n, funny. Plenty. Mm-hmm. There's a. I, I don't know how to describe it except there's there's a slight t to it, but not yeah. like the British plenty.
2: Yeah, yeah. But you know what? So it's funny. Tr- um, Siri says trona. Toronto. Toronto. yeah. Is you that say,
0: you say? What is that correct as a as a it's Toronto? It's Toronto
2: toronto but we say toronto toronto
0: toronto toronto
2: Trana, would I say? Trano, toronto.
0: Toronto. Toronto. toronto toronto yeah we don't Yeah, i would say toronto t- yeah i wouldn't say toronto yeah, but now i know toronto i would
2: say toronto yeah. yeah toronto yeah there's a toronto california too i think or something about, there's an ontario
0: Ohio, california
2: it's funny you know as we were booking flights to go to to dublin and um in August, and so we decided my two grandsons decided they want to go. So I went to look for prices for them. So I, I punched in the numbers into WestJet. I'm thinking, you know, we've got to see what the prices are now $150 to fly to Dublin. Dublin, Ireland? Here. No, Ohio. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know there was. a well, It's Dublin funny line. I put I put Dublin into the WestJet WestJet website, right, and it, it, it said Dublin had Dublin International, Dublin this, it had a whole bunch of Dublin's, and I went okay, yeah, but I'm looking for DUB, which is the airline code, right? And uh, but it wouldn't come up, so I just so I finally just clicked on the first Dublin, and it was like 150 bucks. I'm like, that's really good pricing, mm, right? Yeah, it ended up being it ended up being like 340, so it's not that far off, but still,
0: you know. Yeah, you'd like, be, was like you'd right, be very disappointed if you got on the wrong plane. Well,
2: I wouldn't be. My book. My flight's already booked. My flight's already booked. The two grandsons would be a little miffed. They'd be yeah. like, "This doesn't seem like Ireland. <laughs> What's with all the American flags everywhere? You know? Yeah. Yep. What's round on both ends and high in the middle? Ohio. <laughs> all righty. Y'all ready to go there, honey? Y'all. Yeah, I see y'all. You hear that? Y'all. You got me doing it now. Y'all. Oh, y'all. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan from Rush Hour. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all? Okay. I, I guess I have to go back and watch that movie. I don't remember that. I remember the, the team, the, the comedy duo, but don't remember the specifics.
3: Yeah, TBS had a marathon or something, and as is often what we do in our household, we throw stuff like that in the background where we're doing chores this is why we yeah, ended yeah. up watching Paw Patrol on Paramount Plus yes, many months know, ago. You're,
2: you're a big Paw Patrol fan, we know. We've never yeah. gotten around to uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, so I still have not seen that. Uh, oh, I going to ask you. I was going maybe I'll save it for tomorrow for podcast, But did you see that SNL did a Paw Patrol skit?
0: <laughs> yeah, which <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> would not have been meaningful to me had I not
3: seen again while doing chores and stuff. Had I not seen the Paw Patrol movie, I you know I don't yeah. have kids or or cousins young enough to to do anything like that. So it, it was more meaningful. It felt special to me.
2: I like the punchline right at the very end, right? <laughs> you, see, you see the punchline? Like it's, it's his wife is the mayor, right? The guy who's got the campaign against her. I don't remember you the punchline. I don't remember that. He the, says at the very end, he says, you know, help, help get my wife out of office. He's trying to get, his he's trying to win a, uh, get his wife kicked out of office as mayor. Cause she keeps hiring these yeah, dogs yeah. to replace the fire department. Um, Yeah, what were we talking about before the show? We were going to talk about during the show.
0: Uh, Baseball.
2: Baseball. Oh yeah, right. America's pastime. Yeah. Do you know what Canada's national sport is? Curling. Nope. Close. Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Lacrosse is the national Mm -hmm. sport. Mm -hmm. Which is strange because you know you would think hockey. I mean, yeah, you would think hockey. You would. Or yeah, and you know, basketball was invented in Canada too, right?
0: Really? I thought it was yeah. Invented in Springfield, Missouri.
2: Basketball? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pretty sure James Naismith invented mm-hmm. basketball. Let's see. Basketball.
3: So James Naismith is Canadian American. He was he? born in. Oh,
0: Springfield, Massachusetts. Not even Springfield,
3: Missouri. Oh. Oh, he was yeah. born in uh, Almonte or Almonte, Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. Where did he do the basketball stuff? Springfield,
0: Springfield College. College. Yeah. Springfield,
2: Massachusetts. Oh. Oh you can
0: Canadians always trying to OIC steal the credit
2: by Canadian physical education instructor. <laughs> yeah, I guess so we're trying to steal it back. Yeah. Guess we're wrong. And Alexander Graham Bell, where is it, where was he from?
0: I'm guessing Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking. I don't know anymore. My facts are all messed up. Yep. Uh Scottish born. Yeah. Founded founded t interesting. Or co founded. Uh he died in Nova Scotia. Or was he when he invented the phone? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Hmm. Edinburgh. My mother went to school in Edinburgh. Canada. Here we go. Canada connection. Doo, 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 doo. At the Homestead. Built set. Oh, yeah. In the Homestead in... Where was he? In Ottawa, wherever that is. your oh, own, close to Paris, Ontario. Um, set up his own workshop. And blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Did he invent the phone here? I can't remember.
3: So I went way deep into this Wikipedia article looking for a clear answer. Bell himself claimed that the telephone was invented in Canada, but made in the United States.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I know, means, the, the original Watson, come here thing. When where was he when he did that?
0: Boston, on March tenth, eighteen seventy-six. Bell used quote, the instrument in Boston to call Thomas Watson, who was in another room, but ah, out of earshot.
2: Cool. Watson, come here. Come quickly. Interesting. Yeah, that was an accident too, apparently, right? As they say,
0: inventing the phone was an accident, right?
2: No, no, no. When he said, uh, "Yeah," this is in March tenth, seventeen eighty six. He used an instrument here to call Watson, who was in another room, but out of earshot. He said, "What, what, Mister Watson, come here! I want to see you." And Watson appeared by his side. Anyway, why were we were talking oh why are we. Oh, I know what I'm thinking about. Alice and Bell because there's a big giant. Um, water generation electric, hydroelectricity water generation thing called Be- that has bell's name on it in um niagara falls hmm. probably where my confusion comes from all right what else is going on not much going on this week i guess right amazon doing a stock split uh How 20 to 20 to 1 ratio
3: and buying wow. back up to 10 billion dollars so they will no longer have that ridiculous three thousand plus dollar per share uh, price after the 24 So what split. will it bring it down to you gotta see what the actual stock is right now they split it already uh not yet they're go- they announced
2: it okay
3: amazon is sitting at
2: 2785 yeah yeah 2782 so yeah, around about 130 bucks yeah yeah yep yeah. yeah. hmm? 130 cool. oh it stocks after 20 yeah so they announced it and then people and they buy back does that mean they're taking stock off the market? Mark, when they do in a buyback, buyback.
0: yeah, a buyback to do, yes, yes. In a split, they actually add more stock. Oh, I see. So splitting the stock does not affect the market cap, so it doesn't affect the value of the company. It just Mm -hmm. instead of one share for you know thousand, you have two shares for five hundred. Not in this case, but whatever you know, whatever whatever it is. But a buyback, yeah, they just they actually reduce the number of shares uh, out there, so as all other things being equal, the value of the company should stay exactly the same. They just remove certain shares. So the price of the shares that are left should go up to, to make the market cap stay constant.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I'm update my app here. I'm looking at my banking app here. I'm trying to see my stock. Ooh, it's gone down a bit. It's been a rough week. eh?
0: <laughs> to say the least, it's been a rough yeah. week for the stock. Market. Oh yeah.
2: That's what I wanted to ask you guys. Like what's the gas price like these days for you guys?
0: I haven't filled yeah, up this week because car. on purpose, but I'm hearing it's over five bucks around here.
2: Five bucks, and what is it normally?
0: Uh, it's usually or around four, four three 50, and a 4. half, 75? no, three and a half, yeah, U.S. dollars.
2: Yeah, no, no, I understand. That's that's quite a big jump, right? Yeah,
0: big jump. Yeah,
2: we've gone from we were sitting around 150, one hundred and fifty dollar fifty for a liter. They multiply that by four to get gallons, right? And then roughly, and then. um I think they're I think we're a hundred and eighty seven one dollar eighty seven now and we're talking about going another seven or eight cent in the next couple of days. It's crazy mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy
3: yeah uh, obviously the economy's gonna do some some wild things with what's going on you know globally um yeah, crypto
2: is doing weird things as well uh oh, you think it's crypto likewise related oh, yeah. to that really oh, is it going up and down and stuff like that? erratically <laughs> expensive be down five percent up five percent down seven percent back up
3: seven percent but wild um last week i actually um used crypto atms for the very first time just to just to try oh, it out really? and see what the experience was like huh. oh really so yeah i was running some errands and said you know what let me try this out because i see on the locator here that uh coin and uh CoinCloud had atms around and it is definitely not ready for uh, you know non-technical non-savvy folks so i come in as a you know pretty technically savvy all-around kind of user but not mm. that savvy when it comes to crypto and uh, I'll, I'll start with the the coin cloud one because it has a, a large you know beautiful screen uh which honestly might be a downside when it comes to feeling like all my business is out there for everyone to see. It kind of needs the the off angle uh, protection. You know, we got to be standing directly in front of it to see what's going on. Um, really heavily incentivizes you to purchase uh, Bitcoin and shoves every other kind of coin under uh, like a little hidden altcoins. coins. Um, I noticed that it's um, both of these required you to enter a phone number. So that it could send you a little um, a little code that I guess presumably verifies that you're actually there in front of the machine hmm. so uh the first one I tried with a, a Google Voice number, and that worked. It sent me a little Google Voice text message, and I got the the code, put it in there uh scan my my wallets q r code, and then, as you'd expect it wants you to put in money. So says, all right, let me just grab this twenty dollar bill, put it in there, work just fine. And it says, all right, great, you're done. We'll send you a message when when your you know your your trade has has finished processing. And there's no like you know, printout receipt or anything. I'm just there wondering like an idiot, like, <laughs> did I do this right? <laughs> Am I gonna get money from this into my account? I was like, all right, I'll just drive to the next one. Drive to the next one, end up using uh, the coin flip ATM, which is Quite the opposite, instead of having a huge screen, it almost has too small of a screen. It's almost like they took like a little smartphone, embedded it into a kiosk, and said, "There you go, that's your u i um it uh, also uses the send you a text message you enter in the code to start things out sort of thing um in this case, it did not like Google Voice, so they must be trying to figure out if it's really a cell phone or not. That's so why I had no choice but to put in my real cell phone number to get that to work oh. and uh unlike. Coin Cloud that really wanted you to do Bitcoin. this one just says, "Here you go, here's all the coins. Choose one. So I chose Ethereum in this case, scanned the QR code, put in my my 20 dollar bill, and it also gives you a yep we'll send you a text message when this is processing. So once again, it felt like I don't know if I actually bought anything. <laughs> I don't know if yes. I've walked away in the middle of the checkout or not, uh, but went on with my life and And everything worked out. It was about 20 minutes to 30 minutes later that I saw the Bitcoin and Ethereum go into my wallets. And um, it was interesting that both of them had the kind of like scary warning notice of like, hey, you should only be here if like you want to be here. Not if somebody else told you to come here, not if somebody was promising. And I guess it's to get around people like scamming, you know, unwitting individuals is what I would guess. Yeah, yeah crazy there you go and I, I did it to to say that i i tried it and there's definitely some user experience issues um but I, I i did just like neil patrick harris wanted me to do with what coin flip i think the commercial
1: <laughs> i gotta look <laughs> oh, it up really? i don't
3: remember he's coin or coin cloud i saw that on youtube and so all right there you go I, I i purchased crypto with uh
2: with you know for real z fiat usd really oh that make me you're making me wonder now if i should check my Coinbase. sec. I have to use my phone to to prove I am where I am. Never mind. Okay. won't do that. My phone's way over there on the, on the, by the couch. I left charging. All right. we talk about secret stuff now. (laughs) Are we going off recording? Is that the idea? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: We didn't say that.
2: (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.